0: Thank you for listening to the Forefront Church Podcast. We are a gospel-driven church in Southwest Denver. Our focus is to help people find their way back to God. We do this through loving God, loving others, so that together we can change the world. This show is hosted by Drew Tarwater, and I'm Rob Blasey. Drew, how are you doing? Rob, I'm doing pretty good. How about you, man? Just plugging away in this crazy world we're living in.
1: This is the new normal we're in right now.
0: I, oh, don't say new normal for this.
1: Just, just for eight weeks.
0: For eight-week normal. Yeah, this and is this is like a really bad summer camp. Yeah, is this it, what it,
1: yeah, really bad summer camp. There's no sports to watch. It's like the TV do, the TVs don't work. You t- listen to the same uh, CD or tape over and over again. Do
0: you ever go to those summer camps? You're like you're like yeah. There's a gym. You walk in the gym. It's like ripped up carpet. Yeah, the like, rims yeah. don't have nets. The and basketballs like, are
1: flat. You're
0: like and they're not even they're not even flat. They're like oblong. Looks like <laughs> they bounce. They don't even come back to your hand. You're like.
1: And they're so worn down, you can't hold on to them. They just yeah. like, somebody passes it to you, and it slides right through your hands. Yeah, and you're like, ah, oh, all right, well,
0: I'm going to go jump in the lake or something. Yeah. And they're like, oh, nope, sorry, uh, lake's yeah. closed. There's a parasite in the lake. We <laughs> yeah, just well, can't have be. You can hang out on the beach, but yeah. uh, don't get in the water. So
1: pretty much just stay in your cabin. Sit the whole like, the you're whole like, summer. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is the worst camp yeah, ever.
0: Exactly. It's like, well, what can you do? Well, I'll tell you what. You can work from your cabin. Yes. Oh, I don't even yeah. want to do that now. I don't even want to do that
1: now. Yeah, I'm three days in, and I'm already losing my brain. <laughs> uh, it's just
0: uh, crazy, crazy time for 11 Yeah,
1: it's definitely a crazy time, you know, and it's a, it's a time where it's just kind of like everybody's trying to figure out what to do with themselves because there's so much uncertainty. Nobody really knows. It's like every day there's new information that comes out. You know, school districts are going to be closed. Okay. How long is my office going to be closed for? We just don't know.
0: It's, it broke our routines. That's for sure. It did. Like imagine, like how many times have you gone like, man, if I could just start going to the gym in the morning, but I don't want to wake up or right. I'm going to start this, this, yeah. this uh, positive habit. Yeah. But you just
1: say, Now never, your gym's closed. Now so your gym's closed. You're like, oh, now you Guess I'm running outside now. Oh, and I hate <laughs> the cold outside running. I know. Uh, it'll be nice in about two months by the time the it all lifts you'll be able to run you know it'll be nice enough outside to start running and then you'll want to go back inside to the gym true
0: you know what i do every day so here's a question how many times a day is it healthy to check the 10-day forecast looking for seven degree weather
1: (laughs) well i'd say about six six times maybe (laughs) it's healthy okay not once maybe twice oh
0: i'd have to probably go on the six is probably pretty close like Every hour at work, you're like, I should check the weather. Maybe it's a 70-day coming See if up. It, yep. When's it coming? All of a sudden, I'm like, oh, there's no 70-degree day in the 10-day forecast, but there's a 64 hey, and sunny. hey, I'll take it. I'll take it, yeah. man.
1: Especially Colorado weather.
0: Oh, it's just it's that time of year. I grew up in Ohio, okay. so this time of year was yeah. the
1: worst. Right, right, yep. So we get some snow, but it's going to melt. That's the good thing about March in um, Colorado. Oh,
0: I just yeah. At least it melts. Quickly
1: yeah. At least out. it melts quick. Get the sun out, takes it out, pretty soon. So okay. There's so, some good certainty about that. Right. Right. There's not a whole lot of certainty about everything else right now.
0: Yeah. Talk about in- information coming from everywhere on it. Like who do I? Know. I it's like you at some point just go look. Uh, I have a better day when I can just turn off the TV. Right. And, or at least not watch a broadcast. Yes. I was like, I don't even want to see the ticker tape. I know. It's like, I know. oh,
1: and then he's going to the Bucks too. I know. <laughs> exactly. And the only, you know, yeah. All we've got right now is NFL free agency as a sports guy to pay attention to. So at least we have that, right? At least uh, we have that.
0: Yeah. No. So I played tennis with my old boss. The guy who used to own the company I worked for. We to, we played, play on Sundays in the summer. And we were like, last Sunday, we're like, oh, the weather's good. We're playing tennis. Yeah. Yeah. I think both of us were itching to play. So we're there playing, and we're like, "Do you know there's no sports on right now? There's it's nothing." Insane. We're like, "We could set some GoPros up here, <laughs> put a live feed up. That's Two right. old guys playing tennis. Hey, man. People would tune in. We probably be like get Drew there on the sidelines yeah. going, and he hits it to the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. My tennis calls are not
1: up to par right now. Uh, I
0: think is the line in in this game. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't
1: broken a racket. Yeah, we don't have a referee to test to tell if, if that hit the line or not. So we're gonna call it good.
0: And Drew at our age, like. When you play tennis, like, it's like, you don't want to break, breaking a racket's fine. It's, you just don't want to break a leg. Yes, or right. do
1: the, Yeah. Or tear an ACL. Like, yep. It's like, we walked both <laughs> walked away. We're winners. Right. Yep. That's good. But hey, with nothing else on, you guys would have got at least 10 viewers. Could
0: you yeah. imagine? It's like <laughs> people just like, let's, let's put, we're going to put bets on the fat guy over there. <laughs> he's playing the old guy but the fat guy looks like he's a little mobile yeah i'm the fat guy in this uh, reference by he's, the way
1: he's got some wheels still yeah so that's unreal <laughs> oh, man
0: but it's cr- so like how do you deal with stuff like this where it's like just so uncertain times like i mean there's uncertain times in life before these last weeks of right the virus or whatever you want to call it the COVID, right. the chinese virus whatever you want to call it yeah it's man. like but like what was what would you say is an uncertain time in your life where you're just going like you're you're a planner. I can see that from right. work doing a little work with you. You like to plan. You like your structure. Yes, you HR people are that way. We are. Yes, absolutely right. <laughs> so when you when something like what was the time in life before these last few weeks where you just go. I'm kind of at a loss.
1: Well, you know, I think, man, like anytime you have a moment of of uncertainty in life, it can lead to anxiety. It can lead to worry. It can lead to fear. I remember being in college, right? And you're like senior college. You know, graduation day is coming. You've got to, you know, you've got to find a job and you're interviewing and all of these things. You're meeting companies. You're thinking about moving. And even in that moment, you know, the anxiety can set in. Like, what's going to happen? Am I, you know, I graduate and I don't get a job. Am I going to continue working this part-time gig, living, you know, move back in with dad, which actually thinking about it now would have been a great thing, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, it would have been a great thing. So it's just like, think you get in those moments of anxiety. And then days we,
0: like today, I want to move back in again. Like, Dad, can I come right? move back hey, in? Right, hey,
1: Dad, yeah. You got an extra room in the basement? Because <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Right. He, his pantry is always full and he always had enough toilet paper. Right. <laughs> and that was always, and mom's your, cooking. yeah. <laughs> but you know, you think about like the moments in anxiety, right, right. like you're getting married right you know, there's the just there the uncertainty right in a moment okay i'm getting married and i'm looking around at just the surrounding environment right now yeah and i'm thinking okay well we're still planning on getting married hopefully some people can come right, right? hopefully you know we're we have enough room for us to be six feet apart right. when it comes time yeah no, the
0: venue should still be open but right. I don't know how many people yeah. we can have like
1: we're moving right we're buying a house and moving into a new home in the middle of a of a virus pandemic you know so there's like uncertainty is art is the guy that's going to help me move going to show up that day you right. know or am i moving everything in the truck? What day are you moving? Uh, next Wednesday. Oh, I got something. No, I figured you did. I, <laughs> I saw it in your eyes, man. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, sure. you think you know, there's just those moments in life where there's uncertainty and, and uh, I think we've all been in those moments, right? And, and especially now, you just think about the industries that have, that have been hit the hardest in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Restaurants. Think of all the people that work at restaurants or hospitality. All the uncertainty these people have. All the uncertainty, right? It's like, well, you know, the government's saying some really good things about, you know, maybe sending some stimulus money out, but how long is this going to last? When can I go back to work, right?
0: Yeah.
1: All the moms and dads that are stuck at home right now teaching their kids (laughs) virtually how to do common core math, right? Uh There's some uncertainty there, man. Like, do I carry the one or do I not carry the one? I'm actually
0: excited. Maybe they'll learn how to do their taxes. That's true. It's like, it's tax prep season. Like, are, are you taking your kids like- Hey Chloe. Um, all right, so this is called a W nine.
1: That's right. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> hey, these are these are life lessons we need to learn. Right. You know, I don't know that I learned any of that in algebra two. Right. <laughs> But you know, you just think about those uncertain situations in life and, and I don't know about you but this on Monday when um, the city announced that they're going to move to only dine in restaurants and, and you know you could or you no know, dining in, only take out, carry out, delivery. I stopped by Safeway, and mm-hmm. I was going to get some stuff real quick, and I walk in and the place is empty. I mean, there's, I got like the last can of chicken noodle soup <laughs> on the shelf. You know, I got, luckily there was some bread that came in that day, but I'm think. you know, in that moment you see the empty shelves and you think, was I, am I being naive about this? Uh. You know, um, have I been not taking it as serious as I should, mm-hmm. you know, there's uncertainty there, right? Like how big of a deal is this? Mm-hmm. And I think everybody who's listening to this podcast, everybody in our church, all of our friends and, and, and parents, you know, are asking these questions like, What's going to happen, and how long is this going to last?
0: Yeah, like I remember. So years ago, I worked on the road, and I tra- I traveled. I worked out of the Northwest. I was based out of Spokane, Washington. I, it was the closest thing I ever got to being in a band. Where like I'm living nice. in hotel rooms. Yeah. you know, it's like it was great, and it's fun for that first part. You're like this right. is great. You know, every meal is basically eating out. Yeah, eventually you start going to the grocery store to get some salads and things like that. You're like, ah, oh, you know. Too many, uh, you know, McDonald's sort of mm, hurts the waistline yep. a little bit when you're on the road. Right. And so I had some <laughs> friends that were in bands, and I can, you know talked with them about how they did things, because I was like, you can't just live on, you know, Subway and Chinese right. buffets and stuff like this. Yeah. It's delicious. It, you know? Yeah, it tastes good. But you're like, I can't afford to keep doing it this way on the road. Yeah. And, like, so, like, it was fun. You had that first stretch, like, this is fun, exciting, new adventure. I think that's kind of where we're at today with, like, I won't call it an adventure, but it's new, so like people's adrenals are a little bit more amped up. Yeah, it's
1: day is yes day three into the into uh, this laboratory of testing we're living in. Right,
0: and then, but then like towards the middle of it, I was like, and this is like the June July where it's just going oh it's so far away from the start, but you're looking like and I knew my contract was up in September in the first part of September, and I was like. I just got to make it to there. You just gotta get to, you I just, just got to get, get to there. Like, got to get to that date. Because there's days you wanted to quit, but like then the yeah. company would be in the you know you signed a contract, you agree to do these things, and you go, I just got to make it to there. And then right. I thought of my friends like that were in bands, and you go,
1: there's no end this? in sight. No, it's not like it's the, a tour, and there's another tour behind. Then you go home
0: for a couple weeks, and there's another tour, and then you go home for a couple, of and yeah. and yeah. for a couple of days, and there's another tour, right. or another show.
1: Right. And you just go, wow, like, these guys yeah. do
0: this all the time. But then, you know, for something like this, you go, there's, a, like, it looks like at least there's an end. At ending, least we but think,
1: yeah, maybe it's eight weeks from now or, it you know, maybe it gets extended a few more weeks. But, yeah, hopefully there's an end, end inside here.
0: Yeah, so it's like but we kind of see that and you go, okay, I can do it to them. But then I think everyone has this anxiety because you go, we think it's eight
1: weeks. Right. But we're uncertain. We eight, don't know.
0: Maybe it's six weeks. Yeah. Maybe it's 12. Who, you know. Right. It's just so many things that cause us like the story. Like, well, exactly. Well, how much toilet paper do I need to make it eight right. weeks? Exactly. Yeah. That's why, that's why I poop
1: at work now, Drew. That's what <laughs> I do. I'm like, mm, yeah. I'm going to have some more coffee here. Let's yeah. get this out of here. <laughs> yeah. No doubt about it, man. That's so funny. Yeah. And so what do we do as Christians in this moment of anxiety when we're uncertain Right? And worry and fear can I drink can more coffee.
0: In. It's a very vicious cycle. Yeah, it is.
1: The more coffee you drink, the actually, the more anxious you should get. You know, there's been some scientific studies done. It's a vicious cycle. <laughs> it is. But, you know, I find really um, some great encouragement in the book of Philippians, okay. chapter four. You know, this is actually the, and I've said this before on Sundays, but this is the most downloaded verse in 2019 on the YouVersion Bible app. It's Philippians 4, uh, verses six and seven. And Paul, is writing to the church in Philippi, and they had been going through some really tough situations, and so it wasn't—at least from what we think of—it we, we, wasn't a, a virus pandemic, but they were really, you know, experiencing some serious persecution because of their faith, and life was really hard for these for these uh, early Christians, and so Paul writes these encouraging words, and he says, um, and actually, I'll, me back up a little bit in Philippians four, he tells that the church to rejoice in the Lord always. And he says in verse five, let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. And, I, and I, I think the church had to probably read those words. You know, when these letters would be received, they would be read out loud to the church. And my guess is the church hears that. And they think, well, Paul, how can I rejoice? My buddies are getting arrested. Do you think there's someone in the background going? Be- yeah, yes. yeah. So he's going, I don't. Be- yeah, Paul, what are you talking about, man? You're not living here. You know, and if you know Paul's story, you know that the guy lived this. But, yeah. I mean, in, in real life, your friends are getting arrested for the gospel. You've been outcasted from your family, yep. right? There's, you have no idea what's going to happen in the future. Things are uncertain, and you're anxious and you know in our situation now we have really are very anxious of what's going to happen with this virus you know you know and and when is life going to get back to normal and so then paul says these words in verse six and these are just so good and they're so powerful and i think we read over them too often and miss them but i think it's really can help us fight anxiety in the season we're in mm-hmm. paul says this he says do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god in verse 7 and the peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus and I, I i it's a beautiful verse and it's a you know it's a it's a verse that you can find on t-shirts and coffee cups right and like I said, the most downloaded verse in 2019, because we love what the end of it says, right? Because mm-hmm. we'll have this peace of God. Like, let the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your heart and your mind. Like, I want that. Yeah, I, I don't know about you, Rob. I Absolutely. think you want it too, right? Absolutely. Especially now in this uncertain moment.
0: I think the next verse, verse 8 is especially then with what we're doing now is like where's this verse 8 in, from chapter 4 there finally brothers and sisters whatever is true whatever is noble whatever is right whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is admirable if anything is excellent or praiseworthy think about such things whatever right. you have learned or received or heard from me or have seen in me put into practice
1: and the god of peace will be with you and it's so good I think about like being all positive. Right. Yeah. And, and and notice like the theme that's running through verses six through nine is what you think about. You know, because just think of yourself at home in that uncertain moment when anxiety sets in. What are you thinking about? The negative. The what if.
0: Oh, the quiet moments in your those head? quiet moments. Oh, yeah.
1: You're like, what's going to happen in this situation? Is and, and you immediately, if you allow those thoughts to creep in, you start thinking, Worst case scenario, right? Right. Doomsday. The really fast zombies from World War Z are coming, right? You know, but that's why I love what Paul says here because he starts off with this like almost unthinkable, unthinkable um, command: do not be anxious about anything. And you're thinking, Paul, right now, I'm actually anxious about everything. You right. know, like, like not just anything, everything. Like I'm anxious about everything. How am I going to, how am I going to be able to teach my kids what they need to learn? How am I going to be able to keep enough toilet paper stocked in the how bathroom? How I to keep them healthy? How am I going to keep them healthy? You know, what's going to happen when, um, you know, yeah. if school gets say canceled longer or I can't go into the office for longer, what happens if the housing market collapses? You know, like you could say, what if to everything? Yeah. Right. And then
0: where do we, where do we then typically go for, uh. When you're feeling frustrated and want, want you know some peace of mind, Twitter or Facebook.
1: Twitter or Facebook, yeah. I want to feel better, so I'm going to notice what? everybody else's anxiety.
0: Yeah, <laughs> is way more anxious Yeah, than me. This exactly. I right. feel so
1: much better. But, yeah, I love how Paul gives us the solution in verse 6. He says, okay, so don't be anxious about anything, Rob, but in everything. what What, what is everything uncover? cover?
0: Uh, everything. Everything. I'm not allowed to use <laughs> yeah. the word
1: in the definition. Right, you got it. Um." He says, but in everything by prayer, right? So yeah. he's saying, hey, pray about everything, first of all. Yep. Like, everything you are anxious about, pray about it, which is a pretty incredible um, thing because typically when we're anxious about something, the last thing we do is pray about it. Mm-hmm. We worry about it. We stress about it. We talk to other people about it. We try to make ourselves feel better by drowning it out with Netflix or Facebook or whatever. And then we pray about it. Paul says, nope, first you're going to pray about it. And with supplication, meaning the things that we ask for, we're asking God to help us with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And that thanksgiving is the key. Because when you think of thanksgiving, what do you think about, Rob? Sweet potatoes with marshmallows. Outside of, (laughs) yeah, outside of turkey, sweet potatoes, and I don't know about you, but I'm kind of a canned cranberry guy. Really? It's like my guilty... Yeah, I feel bad even saying that. We're going to have to cut that out of the podcast. No, nope, that's the yeah. I'm saving that
0: for <laughs> but it. But
1: outside of that picture of Thanksgiving, what do you think of, secondly, being thankful?
0: Yeah, I was going to say football. Okay. Yeah,
1: <laughs> right. Okay, third. But being thankful. And this idea is gratefulness. So what Paul is saying is that the, the cure to anxiety is by prayerfully going to God with a grateful heart. And asking God, He says, "Let your requests be made known to God." Asking God to, to to work in our situation, but doing so with gratefulness, and so that means we are actually thanking God first. And you, you, if you think back to the Lord's Prayer that Jesus gives us in the in the Sermon on the Mount, yeah, what does He say to God? He says, "He says, Our Father who's in heaven, you know, holy um, is holy, Your name. You know. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven." Right? right. Give us this day our daily bread. And so like the first thing he's Jesus tells us to do when we pray is to point our eyes to God and and be reverent to him. And part of talking about God's reverence is being is, is being grateful for who he is, right? Mm-hmm. And in his greatness, his beauty, his majesty. And so Paul, in a way, is saying, Hey, when we pray, we have to start with a grateful heart and with thanksgiving. And when we do, it changes our perspective. And that's exactly what he's talking about in verses eight and nine. You know, he's saying, Hey, Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever's just, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, commendable, these excellent things, think about these things. Mm-hmm. And then in verse nine, what you've learned from me and what you've seen me do, practice these things. So you say what you think about and how it makes you respond dictates your cure to anxiety. And so I think for us, we have to see that there's a pattern here, right? Mm-hmm. I'm anxious about what's gonna happen to the coronavirus. I'm anxious what's going to happen with my job. I'm anxious what's going to happen with fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. How do I respond? Prayerfully with a grateful heart. And then I think about the good things God is doing. And that shifts my perspective to instead of asking the what ifs to see that I'm trusting in the one that's got all the what ifs covered.
0: The renewing of your mind.
1: Right. Yeah. Continually renewing my mind. Absolutely. Yeah, man.
0: All right. So then when someone's getting anxious right now, get on the knees. Find some time to talk to God, right? And like, and what I you know what I find helps too is I like music, so I listen. To, I wish I could play, we could play music on here. I just we right. can't because no, that would be pretty good. You know, com, copyright, copyright issues. issues. The song I always like listening to. I don't. I'm a big Sanctus real fan. I'm a Homer for them. Those are the right. guys I know a lot. So yes, but there's song, and it's where the Matt sings about um whatever you're doing, something heavenly. Where, he, yep. where he's at a moment That's in right. his life with his family and his yeah. relationship with his family, where he's yeah. He doesn't know what's going on, and he, you know, is like whatever happens through this, something heavenly. Do some, you know, do something great, and that's what I kind of think, in you know, in times like this, is like how do we? We don't know, right? You know, what drives me nuts when people go like, you know, it's just got to believe in the scientists. Like I do, yeah, I trust the science, sure, you know, but like, yeah. yeah, faith in God, like, cause like something, godly, something great. Some, let's crowd the kingdom with an event that just. For we, we don't know what happened, why, you know, or what's going on, the purpose of this. Yeah. The seriousness of it, you know, who knows? Right. When we when we look back. In we're trusting
1: ago. that God's in control and he's over top of it all, right? We, he's sovereign above all.
0: Because when we worry about stuff, we're typically, like, it's a big example of, in life, do we worry about a lot of things that we can't control? We do.
1: Right. And so yeah. if you're worrying about things you can't control. Yeah. What What are you really doing right well and i think too in these moments right now the anxiety especially in this situation it it it, you know it's hey am i going to have enough food am i going to have enough money am i going to be healthy right are there going to be enough hospital beds to take care of the sick and and that's why i think paul's words so much echo the words of jesus in matthew 6 you know, Jesus is talking um, to the crowd in Matthew chapter six. And he's talking about laying up treasures in heaven. And, you know, he's, he, and then he says, you know, he tells us not to be anxious. Right. Yeah. And he says, you know, don't be anxious about what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear. Right. He says, his what, life is more than those things.
0: What you're going to wipe.
1: Right. <laughs> what you're going to wipe with. <laughs> we all got old t-shirts and socks. I've right? got an old Raiders shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's the truth. If you find someone with, with the Raiders on it, that's it, prime. But you know, Jesus says, look, don't be anxious about these things. Cause life is more than just, and of course we know the science behind it. You need to eat and drink to yeah. stay alive. But what Jesus is saying is if our focus is on what we can get our hands on, then that shows where our, our mind is, what our mind is thinking about. Yeah, Right. And so Jesus says this in John six or Matthew six 33 he says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. Right. You know, and that's what Paul is saying. He's saying like, Focus your mind on what is good and pure and just and noble, which are the things of God. And if you think about these things, then the peace of God will actually, and a peace of God that surpasses your even understanding will cover you, your mind and your heart. And that is the cure for anxiety. So like you said, when we find ourselves in an anxious situation, instead of worrying about the what ifs or going to Facebook to feel even better about ourselves, find a time, find a way to sneak off, get quiet. And, and, and go to God in prayer. But start by being grateful and thankful for all God has given us and then asking him to, to deliver and to move in our situation.
0: Absolutely. On that, Drew, so if you find yourself in the
1: Southwest Denver area, we'd love to see you when we can. Right. But for now, live stream our Sunday morning worship experiences at Forefrontchurch.tv. Or on the Forefront Church Facebook page. We love you. Hope that this is helpful. We have a lot of fun recording these, but you know what we ultimately want to do is meet people where they are and help us as Christians learn to walk out our faith. So we'd love to see you. Come check us out at Forefront. And as always, Jesus be big in our lives, in our church, and in our world. God bless.